0: Kobe, how much was your first uh, wholesale deal, bro? Uh, 15K. 15G. And what lease source?
1: Um, it was a driving for dollars lead.
0: Drive for dollar, D for D. What up, what up, family? Hope you guys are having a good day. I'm back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Kobe's going to share with you guys his stories, how he got his first wholesale deal, all the little details, hopefully you'll be able to get to motivated and inspired by this and go get your first one done. Now, before I let Kobe take over, I want those of you um, that don't know. Now, this is not for everyone, but it might be just exactly what you're looking for. I'm running a 2k web class happening on October 26th, exclusively for 20 people that want to spend a whole entire day with me to change their life, to take their business and their life, to a whole nother level. Because on that day, I'm gonna share with you all the tools, all the system, all the strategies, all the companies that I'm currently using right now to systemize my business, to put a team in place, to grow the business without me working in the business. I'm basically working um, right now two hours a day on the wholesaling business and how we generate 250 a month. I'm, I'm going to be able to share with you everything I've gathered, learned all the system, all the companies, all the tools for the last past eight years to get to where I am today. I'm going to give it to you all on that day. Now, it does cost $2,000 per person or per couple. So maybe you have a business partner. If that is you, I'm talking to you because it's only exclusively for 20 people shoot an email over to wholesale to millions at gmail.com. The link is right below. All right. What it is, is I'll be able to share with you everything that I got and, be, um, and uh, it'll be a web class like this. You'll be able to answer or ask me any question you want. It's gonna be an all day event. So um, if, you're, if that's you I'm talking to, hopefully uh, I'll see you in the 2K web class, all right? October 26th, 20 people. So you guys put your hand, put your thumbs together. If this video add any value any to value. you, please show my guests some love. So you guys help me welcome, Kobe, what's going on, buddy?
1: Uh, not much, man. I'm just, um, I just actually got this apartment uh oh, of well, townhouse I'm in right now. Uh, just moved in, uh, this weekend. Um uh, so just trying to get stuff together. Um, as well as, um, after we finished this interview, I'm going to head to Lake Norman. I'm actually in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm going to head to the lake and I got a property to look at out there.
0: <laughs> nice bro. Hustling. Dude, hus- hey man, I want, Kobe, I want to say thank you so much, man, for taking time to jump on Uh, To do this with me man and obviously giving knowledge and value back to um, everyone that's trying to get their first one done, bro I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely man. I appreciate you man. I've been watching you and Tony (laughs) and everybody Um, Alex all you guys man motivate me to continue to keep going and keep pushing and make this my full-time gig And I'm actually gonna be out in Las Vegas Boom um wait
0: to get out there with you guys okay man okay for those that don't know uh maybe kobe you'll be able to help me out with the link because uh for those that don't know i am i'll be in las vegas and i guess what the wifey the boss is coming with me too november 8th and 9th dude she works. she's the back end that does all the system like like all the dude she does all of that in the back end so if you guys have questions i'll be good to meet there november 8th and 9th at the mgm las vegas and kobe how can they get the ticket bro because i know it's, uh, it's cheap
1: bro. 100kclub.com uh, uh,
0: it's is that it just 100k club i think it's uh, 100kclubconference.com i think yeah, they just, 100k club
1: conference that's exactly what it is 100kclubconference.com
0: go get your tickets only 197 bucks i know not just me kobe We there and also too i think 20 other power speaker will be there man dude it'll be I can't wait because I know how fun it's gonna be in Las Vegas. I know Tony's um, throwing a big event, like an after party and things like that. And uh, there's also a chance to win like a hundred G if yeah. your ticket was the chosen one. I bought. I think I bought one. <laughs>
1: yeah, the ticket is only one ninety seven, man. So if you you got to get that ticket, man. If you're trying to um, advance in this uh, in the real estate game, man, this this is gonna be epic. It's gonna be a lot of information. Um, 16 hours worth of information so it's gonna be a lot of information that's gonna be covered
0: man what i'm dude kobe what i'm excited about you it's just to see everybody talk in the hallway taking pictures hugs
1: okay.
0: no kissy, because this time the wifey is with me no kissy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways you guys i'm excited to meet you in person it'll be so much fun it'll be so much fun especially get to surround yourself with like-minded everybody you know our go-getter hustler trying to get to the next uh level of their life. So um it'll be it'll be a, an extremely exciting event. Kobe, are you there with me, bro? You uh you froze. Okay. Oh, I'm good. All right, dude. Good. So Kobe, I'm going to let you take it over, man, cuz uh we wasted enough time. Everybody probably want to hear your story and want me to shut up. So tell your story, bro.
1: Definitely. Uh so um just a little bit about my start, like I said, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised. Um in North Carolina. Um, I went to school out here. Um, so basically I grew up playing basketball, football, all type of sports. Um, got to high school and I just, uh, I guess a, a, a life got real in high school. So a lot of things changed. I started doing things I probably shouldn't have had no business doing and just, my life just took a, took a turn. Um, I, en- I ended up going to school at UNC Greensboro um, transferred to Winston-Salem State, and just end up. Uh, I had I had a two-year-old little boy, so I just was like, man, I'm gonna step away from school and focus on um, just making sure my son is good and just working full time and making that happen. But as you know, um, working at nine to five is not what we're trying to do. It's not the life that we want to live, and it's it just it just isn't. And my my motivation and being an athlete is just like I knew it was more to life than just working a nine to five job, working for somebody else and paying their bills like it's more than that. So I just start just investing in my time and just researching different ways I can make money. And I always had that entrepreneur spirit. Um, I started off um, my own tr- basketball training business. Um, so I train I train kids. Um, to basically improve their basketball skills. Um, I'm a basketball coach as well, as you can see. I um, actually got my middle school on right now. Um, <laughs> I coach a middle school team. Um, and I, um, I also um, coach an AAU organization called Pro Skills Basketball. Um, definitely got to give them a shout out. Um, they got um, a lot of places around the United States right now, which we're just growing. Um, So I love um, that 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 aspect, and I was like, man, it's it's got to be more. So my first thing I saw a video on YouTube of Mark Whitton. Um, and that's a video a lot of people see. um, It was The Breakfast Club, and I watched The Breakfast Club every day. So that I just came across that video, I'm like, man, what is wholesaling? So I just started investing my time and researching wholesaling, and this is only I would say back in May. So May of this year, um, I started, I I saw that video then I just started doing research, um, ended up getting into Tony's, um, July challenge, um, and just following the steps that he taught, um, and just following what he did and ended up getting a deal, um, during that time. Um, that deal fell through and it didn't, it didn't go through and I had to actually, um, pass on that deal because it just, it wasn't a deal. the guy, the seller wanted way too much, um, and plenty of buyers had already had had people interested in the property, and they already knew like this is not nothing you want to deal with. Um, nobody's gonna buy it. It's better off if it just fell apart, and then somebody rebuild it. So um, it was a very it was a, it was a bad property. So I got uh, I um actually got my money back for that. My earnest money back for that. I actually put five hundred down for that and that was like uh i guess it was my first deal i was so hyped to get it so i was like man now i put this 500 dollars down i don't mind but it ended up not closing so i was like man i'm not gonna give up i'm gonna keep pushing like i said I was, i'm an athlete and i know like my drive is to keep going and keep pushing and keep trying so i kept trying and like maybe two weeks later um i started getting i started contacting contacting a, um I started driving for dollars, basically, and then I got in touch with the owner of this duplex, Um, got in touch with him. He was like, man, I'm not interested in selling the property right now, um, but I got this other property I want you to go check out. So I'm like, all right, cool, I'll go check it out. i go check it out, and it's a property. I'm like, man, I'm not really interested in that right now. Like, It was like, I honestly probably uh, wouldn't have got any good deals for it, but I'm actually about to go back to it and try to get it under contract now since I already got the duplex under contract. But um, like, so I didn't get that one. So weeks, uh, like maybe a week went by and I called him back, like, man, what you gonna do with that duplex, man? I'm ready to buy it. Like, what you gonna do with it? He like, man, you know what? All right, I'll sell it. So um, I got it under contract at 140. Um, then as soon as I got it under contract, I let him know, like, I need to get a, um, I need to get a um, lockbox on the property. So I got the lockbox on the property. Um, the same day I got it under contract, got the keys, the same day, put that in on a property and started marketing marketing to like Facebook groups and Craigslist and things like that. And then the same day I I got a lot of hits. I probably got up maybe a hundred hits on this one duplex and people were telling me, oh, this is a good deal, this is a a great deal, like a a lot of stuff, like, so I came to the property the next morning because I had, I had an appointment with a buyer to come see the property. But when I'm pulling up in the morning, it was already a, a car sitting there. And I get out I get out of my car and I'm like, and they get out and they're like, do you know who owns this property? I'm like, well, I got it under contract right now. Are you interested in it? They're like, yeah, we're interested. It was a group of three guys and it was a buyer. So he we walk around the property and get to the back of the property. And when we get to the back of the property, he makes me an offer at 158. So I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> That sounds good. I didn't agree to it. I just told him oh that sounds good. So we kept talking. I walked around to the front of the property and then the person I was the, the uh, buyer I was already supposed to meet was standing on, on the front porch. So I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I got uh, got a appointment with him and then I'll let you guys know uh, what's going on. So I um, they they end up trying to like man come on we got it right now we want it right now like we got you right now at 158 like what what's come on man we can close it in 7 days like come on man i'm like all right man well, I, he's already here man i'm just going to let him walk around the property and just i didn't want to do bad business i'm like i just i just like well i'll let you guys know so they end up leaving i show him the property and like we leave we um, he come we come out the property he's like well um, I give you a call in about 20 minutes, and I make you an offer. So I'm like, all right, cool. Um, he was a real cool, down-to-earth guy, um, real honest, and like real calm. And like the other guys, they were like real aggressive and real like, oh, come on, I'm trying to get it right now. Like I'm like, uh, nah. So uh, I didn't want to deal with all that. So they um he he ended up calling the buyer ended up calling me back probably 10 minutes later. Like um we can we can do it at 155. So. That's lower than the 158. But I was like, man, this dude seems more genuine. He's like, he he's he was more calm and he really wanted to he, he seemed like he really wanted to make the deal happen. So I'm like, I'm gonna go with him. And so I was like, all right, cool. i sent you over my assignment contract right now. Sent him over my assignment. And then it was Friday when I sent them the assignment contract. So his daughter was actually the buyer of the property. She was actually gonna buy the property. So she's a realtor. So what happened, she was having, over the weekend, I'm like, well, I haven't got the contract back. She didn't send it back to me. I sent it through DocuSign. I mean, you can easily send that right back to me. It's not an issue. Um, But she, and I sent it early on a Friday. So Saturday comes, I text her like, is everything okay? No response. So I make a phone call Saturday afternoon, uh, uh, Saturday evening, still no response. So I'm like, ah snap, like this 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 don't look good
0: yeah you'll be you do it at that time you'll be like come on man oh
1: shit <laughs> oh shit for real <laughs> but uh i was like man this don't look good so i was like man all right forget it and like out of respect i, I i'm a christian so i'm not calling nobody on no sunday so i didn't call her on sunday um so monday comes around and she calls me and she's like i'm so sorry but i almost lost my job this weekend like i almost lost my job so i had to take care of that um, I can meet you at the uh, title. I can meet you at your attorney's office right now. Um, we can drop off the p- paperwork and uh, um, um, due diligence money and everything right then and there. So I'm like, cool. I can meet you there right now. So we meet there. She brings me. The, she brings the contract to the attorney. Gives me the uh, due diligence money of uh, twenty five hundred dollars, and we got the property um, under. Well, I got that property under contract with her at one fifty five. So um, everything sent over to the title. Um, everything looks good and then something comes back, there's a judgment, we get that taken care of. And then the attorney's office I was working with, um, it was another issue that came up where some more type of paperwork issues where, and then the person that does it, that comes, the person that goes to the courthouse at my attorney's office like only went one time a week. So she would, so I had to wait, I was supposed to close in seven days ended up closing in 10 days um so she had to wait a week um so i'm like oh my gosh and we gotta wait another week this is my first deal it's 15k i'm ready to close this thing <laughs> so i'm like all right cool i'm gonna be patient it's it's worth being patient so um like I, I i i was patient and then we um she, she apologized to me like like the uh, my attorney attorney and everything like we apologize we're gonna try to move make this as fast as possible for you and they uh They actually squeezed in a closing date for me the next Friday. They were like, we're super busy Friday, but we're gonna make sure we get this in for you. So they got it in for me Friday. So um, we closed that next Friday. When we got to the closing table, everybody was happy. Um, I didn't, um, well, first um, I had my buyer come in. She was fine. She um, signed everything over and went directly to, uh, she went directly to the bank. Sorry about that. No problem man. Um, she, she she got went um directly to the um bank, wired the money over to the attorneys. Um, um then while that was going on, I had to sell her in the uh at the attorney's office signing the documents. They were happy actually, and that this is why they were talking to me about the Lake Norman property, and they were like, Well, you wanna buy this Lake Norman property we got? So I'm like, Well, that's the one I'm going to tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, Well, I'm definitely interested in that. So um, they were happy. Um then a few hours later, I got that wire of 12.5 in my account and everybody was happy.
0: Boom. <laughs> Kobe, man, for every one of you that's watching, comment below, show uh, show uh, Kobe some love. Bro, congrats, man. That's awesome, dude, that's awesome. So I'm gonna break down the deal a little bit here so everybody kind of understand. First, first off, I wanna ask you something, bro. First off, I wanna ask you a question is that the buyer, when you show up, those buyer that was there, do you know how they got there?
1: I don't know. I mean they I mean they drove obviously, but I don't know. If right, they,
0: but 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 the thing is, did they see your ad or whatever no, it is?
1: They, they, they didn't even see the ad. They didn't see the ad. They just was riding past the property.
0: Gotcha, man. So uh now the property is it vacant?
1: Yeah, it was a vacant park property.
0: Okay, man. So it's vacant and this is from driving for dollar, right? Yes. Okay, hold on a second, vacant. The one mistake now. Let me ask you this before I said it's mistakes. The buyer. So the you walk the, those three guys. When you walk through, they automatically gave you an offer one fifty eight.
1: Yes. As soon as we got to the back of the property, that was the last place we looked. Like we looked inside the property, then we went to the back of the property, then he was like, "Well, I'll offer you one so fifty-eight. Dude, I'm like, bro. Okay, good.
0: Dude, dude. You're you're so glad that I wasn't the buyer, <laughs> dude. I would have been like, "Hey Kobe, dude, I know you got this probably under contract, man. So what are so what are you trying to sell for? What are you hoping to get for it, dude? These buyers are not a negotiator, man. Drop you the nah, number he, first, man. He, Come on, man. These yeah, are he, amateur buyer, dude."
1: <laughs> he really just threw me a, threw me a number out there, so I was like, "Yeah, that's cool, right. man." That's another reason why I was like, "Man, I'm not. I'm, this is too sketch, like."
0: Yeah, man. So. You do no, uh, Kobe, when you say that I feel exact same. Like when people are too extremely aggressive, like it's it sometimes like, do you, you gotta understand like who, dude, you gotta blend in. You gotta understand, uh, your seller, your buyer, the person you're working with in business. If you're one of those, like when I get that, bro, I'm just like you, when, when it's like too much, I'll be like, yeah, bro, you, dude, you, you're just too much, dude. You know what I mean? Then they, they like they back off. Yeah, so I understand exactly where you're coming from. So now let's talk. Let's talk. uh, So let's talk about the deal really quick. So you so you started initially started learning back in March, you said
1: Yes, I just well, actually I started in May.
0: Oh, in May. I'm sorry. In May. That's when you discover wholesaling.
1: Yes, I discovered wholesaling in May.
0: Okay, and then how long? it well, so actually
1: well, I heard of I probably heard of wholesaling like two years because I yeah. watched YouTube so much and because of the YouTube ads, but I never paid no, no attention sure. to it.
0: gotcha, man. So so okay, so in May of twenty nineteen, that's when you got into it, start learning, um, taking action, and let me see here, man. From May, you were so so was the only source that you were doing was driving for dollars. Was that the oh, only thing yeah. that you are doing?
1: In May, that was my only source, Driving for Dollars. Actually, gotcha. that's, actually, that's only been my only, that's really been my only source. Um, and when I got into to the July challenges, when I start like learn, excuse me, learning about pulling lists. But so I started like pulling like little small lists and like skip tracing those, like with true people search through like, like literally one by one and just cold calling. But that's all like, I literally like, driving for dollars is still to this day. Like what I do don't, I don't say I haven't sent a post I've sent postcards through deal machine and things like that, but I haven't like did any direct mail other than that.
0: Gotcha, man. So let me see here, man. Um, okay. So you, so you went driving for dollars now, how many days and how many hours were you driving for dollars? Uh, Kobe?
1: Man, when I first started, like everybody, every video I used to watch was saying like, if you just stop watching these videos and go do it, like that's what you gotta do. So every time I would watch a video, i just go drive. So I would say I drove every day. Like I would get off work and drive wherever I was at. Or if I was on the way somewhere, I would get in the car again and drive somewhere else. Like I would always be driving.
0: Gotcha, man. So you were driving and you were uh okay so do you so do you driving for dollar you saw this v- vacant piece of property now do you take the address and you go home you you skip trace you co call or what do yeah, you do so,
1: yeah so what i did with this property like i said i i just drove I, I just did dri- driving for dollars so i got the property i actually used the um county property um um records to find out who the owner was and i found out who the owner was and actually researched them through true people search but before i even did that i rolled past the property once more after i actually like i passed it the first time i went past it again and somebody was actually cleaning up outside and it was the it was the seller's son so i asked him like yo can i get a phone number but he gave me a phone number and it wasn't a real phone number like. He was just playing. Like I guess he thought I wasn't serious or something. So I went to True People Search. He got a real number. Uh, researched it. Researched his information. Called the seller, and that's how I got his phone number.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, man. So now, when you call, when you call, when you call the seller up, the first phone call that you 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 talk you 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 talked to the seller was what's there like price going back and forth? I guess what I wanna know is what's the asking price?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, so um, when I was talking to, so when we, when we were talking to the seller about, well, I actually called him back that day and I'm like, man, come on, man, let's, let's just go ahead and sell this thing. Like, and he was like, all right, cool. So I first started, I got him down to 125.5. So he was like, all right, cool, we can do one twenty-five. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, But but what was the seller asking price?
1: He, he didn't actually have an asking price. Like he was just interested in like, he was, he, he was, he was just like, all right, I'll sell it. Like he didn't have an asking price or anything. So my first offer to him was like, was five five okay when I, gave, when I gave him that offer, he was like, all right, that sounds good. But we didn't sign anything yet. So like he talked to his, his, um well, he owned the property with his brother-in-law but his brother-in-law just passed. So I guess I left out a whole lot of information. But uh, yeah. his his brother-in-law just passed recently. So he talked to his brother's wife and she was um, like, well, five is too low. I don't want that. I want more than that. So that's why I'm like, well, all right, we start negotiating. I'm like, well, what if, what if we, we go to, to a, a little, like 10,000 higher? She was like, well, I'm not interested in that either. I said, well, the, the best I can do for you is 140. Is, is she was like, all right, cool. We can close. We can, we can do that. And that's when we got to the uh, 140 price.
0: So, so, so Kobe, so the whole time the seller didn't give you any kind of number? They just said it's too low and you just start pumping out numbers?
1: Yeah, i just just keep, and I just keep, and like, I'm not, I didn't even have to ask like, why? As soon as they said, like, as soon as they said, no, I'm not interested in that. I was like, well, all right, let me, let me see. Let me do some work on my calculations real quick. And I'm gonna give you a call right back. So I hung up with them and called them about five minutes later. And then that's when I was like, well, the best I can do for you is 140. And when I said that, um, we were, we were good to, uh, they were good to go.
0: Gotcha. So Kobe at this time when you were talking back and forth with the sellers and and things like that, have you seen the property yet?
1: Um, when I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I had, I didn't see the inside of the property. I only saw the outside and um he uh he actually told me that he he started renovating one side of the property but he didn't he didn't do the other side and once i finally got the keys is when i finally got to see the inside so i basically was making offers based off the outside gotcha Um, the foundation was good um i actually had some people come out um to look at the foundation um i had a contractor come out to look at the foundation and he said it didn't look bad at all um after that, um, that's when I, that's when I was like, well, I can make an offer without going in this property. Cause like I said, he was, he wasn't really interested in selling it. And he really he really wasn't, excuse me, wasn't interested in me, like getting inside the property to look around. So I'm like, well, I'm trying to get this deal. I'm gonna start, I'm gonna offer him. So he knows I'm, I'm giving him an offer. So he knows I'm not playing. Right. So he knows I, I'm not, I'm serious. I'm really interested in uh, buying his property. Right. I so was like, man, I'm gonna just go ahead and offer him like, Basically, sight unseen.
0: Gotcha. Um, so, so now, <clears throat> okay. So, hold on a second, uh, uh, Sokobi. So, basically, you've never met the seller. You've seen the property. So, the seller, uh, are they out of states or in the same area?
1: Oh, yeah. They're definitely there. Uh, they're they were in Charlotte. Gotcha. Okay. So, in the, in the outskirts of Charlotte. I okay.
0: Say. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Okay. So, so you made an offer, locked the property up uh, under contract over the phone.
1: Oh yeah. I locked the property over the phone.
0: Gotcha, man. Okay, good, good, good. Okay. So at one forty. Okay. Now, um,
1: I left this out out, and it's probably the biggest thing. Um, and I, I learned it from you, Tony, a lot of people. Um, I only got it. Uh, I only put down $10 earnest money.
0: (laughs) Earnest money is 10 bucks. Yeah. That's all. (laughs) Now, Why do you say now, why do you say that's the biggest thing that you left out or you, or you learn from us?
1: I I would just say like, um, it's not that I just left it out. It's just like, I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, it's so, it was so, like, it was just $10. I'm like, I wasn't even thinking about, like, I forgot all about the $10. Like (laughs) No problem, man.
0: So, so Kobe, but the earnest money, the seller didn't brought it up and right. The seller didn't bring it up or anything, right? At
1: all, they didn't bring okay. it
0: up at all, right? Because I want those that to, to listen, you got to understand the earnest, like most regular sellers do not know or they don't care, they like they don't bring it up.
1: And now, my first, now the first, the, like I said, the first property I had got on the contract that I knew was like a like what I didn't know, but they, they like I found out that it was a it wasn't a good deal, like he was talking about earnest money. And then after I got my second deal, I'm like, I, I realized, well, the reason why he was asking for to earn his money is because he had got that property under contract so many times mm-hmm. and couldn't close it that he knew like about earnest money. So yep. that's why he was asking for so much earnest money. But yep. that's the only time.
0: Yep, yep, correct. So, yeah, normally when, when seller asks for that, they've already been through it. They, they, they probably a little bit more experienced, you know, they, they probably list their property before talking to the realtor before and things like that. But most sellers do not bring it up. All right. They just worry about the, the, uh, the sell price and how much they're going to walk away with and things like that. Okay. Now I want to know, man, so what's the estimated rehab?
1: Um, It was like 20K, 25K.
0: Hold on. Okay. Hold on a second. 20 I... to 20. Hold on, bro. So 20 to 25K. Now that's So is that with you estimating before you went inside or after you went inside?
1: That's before I went inside. Got it. um, Okay, hold on.
0: I got you, bro, because I really want to break this down piece by piece so people listen can understand. So before you went into, you looked the outside, you estimated the the, the rehab was going to be uh, 20 to 25K. Now Now you mentioned that it's a duplex. How many bedroom and bathrooms per unit?
1: uh it was a three bed two bath
0: okay and what's the square footage
1: um was it it was like dang let me see
0: just like roughly 1200
1: 1400 feet it was like 12 12 to 1400 feet
0: gotcha man okay so let's just say a 1400 square feet okay per side two bedroom or three bedroom two bath 1400 square feet per side vacant property now Kobe, let me ask you, man. Do you have any background as far as constructions, any constructions, experience, or background?
1: Oh no, I have no then, then, okay. My
0: next question. Then how do you know to estimate? Because I know peop I know when people starting out, you know, if you have no experience, you have like you never know. So I'm asking Kobe right now. So how did you come up with the repair as a 20 to 25k?
1: So basically I just use like um I use the a formula, I guess you would say. Um like what square is it foot. so the square i took the square footage and just i kind of <sighs> rough roughly estimated it'll probably be about uh it'll probably be like 12 to 15 dollars to repair I, or um or whatever or whatever the math was um uh, okay for me to get that let me yeah uh,
0: now where do you get that formula and how do you know about the formula
1: um, oh, I actually learned it from uh Tony. Um, he the closer, like a, yeah, the closer. So I basically he basically gave us like a formula that we can look at with like square footage, like of different of different pro- like comparables. So we look at the comparables in the area and see like how much they're worth and things like that. Um, just to just to see like how much they like so, so you can get an estimate for the property that you're dealing with. So like um, properties in this area, the rehab is about $10 a square foot in the area. I could take that and multiply that to how much square footage in the area, like how much square footage is in the property I have. So for example, um, if I have a property that's a thousand square foot, or if I have a property that's a thousand square feet, and then I have some comparable properties that are thousand square feet as well. And they um, all were, both of those properties were ranging from like nine nine or eight dollars or ten dollars um to repair i could use like i could like use the ten dollar like ten dollars a square foot for my repair um for my property so i could take that a thousand for my property and multiply that by ten and get well that ten thousand square feet
0: okay hold on a second how do you know like how do you know that property cost Eight dollar, ten dollar, twelve dollar per square feet to fix up.
1: Um, basically, like you can look at, see, like so. Basically, probably your your most high end properties are going like the, the, your bad properties that's going to need a lot of work will probably be in that twenty to twenty to twenty five twenty to twenty five dollar range per square foot to repair. Um, that goes with like like trim and trim work and just floor work just little small small stuff with the whole whole property um but if you got like a minor like like if you got like a a property that needs like a little bit of repairs that it doesn't need that much work um you could do use like eight to ten dollars a square foot um uh, with you can use like eight to ten dollars a square foot and say like well it'll take eight to ten dollars a square foot to repair this property
0: got it okay so basically, okay, so for those of you kids, I know if you don't have any, like, you don't have any constructions, background, or experience when it comes to repair costs, everything that Kobe just said probably sounds super confusing to you. Yeah. So, okay, so basically if, so Kobe, you're saying that if the property is just like, it just needs cosmetic, like very light work, then you use 8 to $10 per square feet,
1: right? And that's Eight, probably just... And I could probably use that cause it's probably my area and it's probably what like, I, I like I've learned, i I got that information from contractors as well. So I mm-hmm. guess that could be just my area that I, I live in. Um, it could be different for different areas. Um, different properties in different areas need different things, um, uh, to build a property and rebuild a property. Um, so I can just, I can just use that for the area, the properties in my area.
0: Got it. Okay. Got it. So the thing is, so l- let me give those of you some tips here. Okay. Now before actually, before I throw that out, let's keep going. Because let's keep going here. So 20 to 25 estimated, I guess you got some information from the seller of what needed to be done to the property. So yeah. you made an, you made an educated uh, guess and make the, uh, okay. So now when you actually see the property, what did what is the repair came out to
1: uh, when I saw the property, like I said, the, the one side was basically almost done um, okay. in, in being repaired. So you basically had that other one other side. So like I said, it was, and it was a, they were going to use it as a rental. So when they said they was going to use it as a rental, they probably weren't going to put too much work into it. Got it. Okay. So like they ended up using um, $10 a square foot to repair the property. So it was like $14,000. Um, I'm pretty sure um, it was between 14 and $14,000 to eighteen thousand dollars that they'll have to spend to repair that uh, one side of the property.
0: I got you, bro. Okay. And what kind of rent? What kind of rent can we get uh, per unit?
1: Um, that uh, that area is probably about nine fifty to to eleven hundred. But you or you you could probably really get uh you, you really could probably get even more um for uh, like well that's per unit I would say um so per unit you probably get between nine thousand um and 1100 in the area um that you are in
0: okay so so, okay so so the rent can be between 950 to 1100 per month in rent per unit okay now next bro is what is the arv what's the estimated arv
1: Um, see that was that was the thing i really didn't get an arv when i was doing when i was uh working with it because they were everything in the in the area was rentals was used as rentals and nothing was sold like in that area like recently. I mean it was stuff sold like in January and stuff, That's but hard. it wasn't anything six months like 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 recent. Um the ARV of the property was one I had to, I, I think it was like around like 190.
0: Gotcha, okay. Gotcha. So 190, which means the buyer's gonna buy this property Spend about roughly 20,000 to 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 make it into a nice rental uh uh duplex the arv is 190 okay now for those of you who's listening yes you want the most recent comps and typically you know you'd like to stay within the next si- within the 6 month period but if you cannot find it's okay to extend it out to a year right it's ex- extended out to 12 months it's okay you, you gotta get, cause you need to find some comparables to get some ideas of what, of what the property's worth. Now, if you go out to 12 months and let's just say that it was, um, so this is uh, September, so let's just say it was September of last year and you know, your market has appreciated a little bit, then you can tack on and estimate that that the property is probably worth a little bit more now than it was 12 months ago. All right. So within six months, the comparables right the, the more recent the sell, right? The stronger the comps is, but I'm saying if you cannot, then you can go back. All right. Like, like, like six months, 12 months to see if you can get an ideas of what the property's worth. All right. Just an FYI. For those of you who don't know, cause you just can't just stay, it's just stay by the rules. Oh, six months. Oh, nothing in six months. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm that's what I, I want to share with you. So ARV is 190. Uh, buyer bought it for 158. So buyer went out to, oh, I'm sorry, 155, 155. Yeah. Buyer went out and walked the property with you. Okay. And uh, the earnest money, bro? Uh they they dropped a deposit of tw- 2500 bucks, right?
1: Yes.
0: Now, did you ask for that or did the the buyer uh mention that?
1: Yeah, that's what I that's what I asked for, but they actually um said something about it first. Um after they asked me about it, I uh told them 2500 and they were uh fine with that.
0: Got gotcha, you, bro. Okay. And then, um, well, um, so I forgot to ask you, where did you find this buyer? Uh,
1: it was on a, a Facebook, um, Facebook, a Facebook, group.
0: Facebook, uh, marketplace.
1: Yeah. No, it was actually in a, just a Facebook group. Just oh, a, like,
0: uh, like, uh, like a, a local RIA like Facebook local
1: group. RIA. Yeah, Exactly.
0: Gotcha. See, uh, cause, cause dude, cause we gotta get, we gotta mention these details cause everyone that's listening. Well, Facebook, there's a bunch of Facebook, right? Okay. So I, yeah. I want them to understand. So it's the local RIA, REIA, the local RIA Facebook group. Okay, great, right. man. And how long did it took you? So once you got the, okay, how long did, how long did you get the property under contract for?
1: Um, I got it under contract for 30 days.
0: 30 days. Um, for those of you comment below and let me know this. Am I getting better at like interviewing and analyzing the deal? Cause I know when I first started, I was like, just let the, the just let the guests start talking and, and, and there's not much, of uh, uh, value going on. But, um, I hope you guys like this a lot better, where I kind of break it down, analyze the deals and, and pull out all the details uh, for you. So comment below and let me know. So 30 days now, um, Kobe, let me ask you this, man, when you talk to the seller, did you mention the 30 days? Or did you ask the seller and they, the one who wants to close in 30 days?
1: uh I, they, they were fine with they they weren't in too much of a hurry
0: mm, bro i'm gonna give you dude bro i'm gonna give you some tips bro that dude what
1: i was they weren't in too much of a hurry but i did let them know that we'll be closing in 10 days
0: uh, bro dude check this out bro bro talking to seller negotiating is what i do 24 7 365 for the past nine years with seller bro check this out kobe if the seller is not in a rush, because I because here okay, man, here's my question for you. What do you ask the seller when it comes to closing date? Do you ask a question or do you mention the date?
1: Uh we were just going through the contract and I just mentioned like it says right here in the contract.
0: Check this out, bro. Kobe, um, so if we can agree on a price that worked for you and for us, man, how soon are you looking like how soon are you looking to sell and close escrow? Is there a time frame? So in your case, the seller mentioned no, right? No, right? Oh, yeah. No, I don't have a time frame, right? Uh, Here's what I'll come back and say, bro. So would with closing within the next 45 to 60 days or sooner would that work for you, Kobe? It should oh. work, cause, cause cause, you don't have a time frame, right? The seller doesn't have a time frame, so they don't care, dude. Oh, yeah. For those of you who are starting out, listen to me. I made this mistakes. I don't want you to make the mistakes. I used to come to a and start negotiating. And I start talking I say, oh, you know what? I can close in seven days. I can close in 10 days. Dude, most people that are starting out don't, haven't built up their cash buyer list. You're new into this. You don't know if you have that buyer can pull the trigger like that. You need as much time as possible to find your buyer and to get the best price for your deals. So you're not in a rush. You're not putting yourself against the wall, right? So dude, if there's no rush, I would say, dude, I would put this, I would lock this thing up in, the contract for 60 days and i know some of you said well kong once i find a buyer what do i do once you find the buyer you want to close on it ASAP, which means you will ask your buyer how soon can they close your buyer said five days fantastic what you're going to do is you're going to tell that once once your buyer has signed a contract they can close in five days let's just say that you got this property lock up for 60 days you found the buyer the next day buyer said hey i can close in seven days boom, here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna send them an assignment agreement, they sign it, they, they, they drop off the, don't, do not talk to the seller until your buyer drop off the non-refundable. Dude, you guys, man, about to drop some bomb. Until your buyer drop off the non-refundable, now they're locked in. Once they lock in, for example, sellers My uh, I'm sorry, uh, Kobe's my seller. I said, hey, Kobe, you know what? We've done everything already, we're good to go. Just wanna let you know that uh, we're, we're going to try to close. We're going to try to close this thing in seven days. You know why I said the word try? In case if the bias backs out, guess what? You just tell them, hey, there's an issue that came up. You know, uh, well, uh, well, you know, so our partner got injury or family that we got some issue going on here. We try and forget. That's why I say try. We're going to try to close this thing in seven days. Seller so will so be happy. You lock it up for 60 days. You can close this thing in seven days. You want it, You want to give the seller a heads up and let them know that they need to keep the ear and eye out for the title company, for the the attorney, because they're going to get some paperwork from them. Okay. Because if they don't, the seller might think, okay, well, I'm close in 60 days. They take a vacation. They go, they disappear. You know what I mean? It's it's no good for you. So you got to, once you find the deposit has been dropped, now you know that the buyer is solid. Do not say anything to the seller until that non-refundable is dropped remember please okay so now you go to the seller you tell the seller that you're ready to rock and roll so you want to lock up the property with the seller as long as possible and close on it as quickly as possible when you find the buyer done next thing man now Kobe let me ask, okay man so one more tip when you talk to the seller you, you so you so basically the seller just say hey yeah that's too low and then you just doing your thing you drop another number right here's what i would do bro so let's just say you're you're the seller kobe well so you you made your first offer was what 125 Uh uh-huh. dude i say well so kobe i understand that 125 is a little too low or it doesn't work for you so let me ask you kobe what price will work for you where do we need to be in price for it to work for you Dude, otherwise you're negotiating with yourself. What if the seller yeah. said 130,
1: bro? Yeah, I see. That's what I was about to that's exactly what I was about to say. They could have just said, oh, "I'm good at 130." And then when I said 135, they said I was higher, than that. I was like, "Oh, well, let's see if we can go a little higher." Yeah, By man. Thing, I definitely see.
0: Dude, that's how you do it. Well, if they say, if they say, "Well, I don't have a number. Like I I I just don't know." Well, Kobe, you know, we made you an offer already. You know, if like right now I'm just nego- like I'm I'm just negotiating uh on myself so that doesn't make sense um you know we made you an offer already 125 cash we're ready to go ready to close on it so where do we need to be in price or what price do you have in mind so what are you thinking of you know is there is there a price that you have in mind that you that 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 if I can get an approval for that you're ready to go you see do not place yourself at, as a decision-maker as well so those are some key words that you can come back. So what? So what price would work for you then, Kobe? Where do we need to be in price? Do you have a ballpark of what price you, you're thinking of? Is there a price that I can get approved today that you're ready to go, dude? Those are some key word. Use it
1: yeah, and use dominate it. it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so, anyways, bro. So that's are some tips that I can uh, that I can um, that I can help you, man. So Thank you sure. found. So you put. So now when you got the property lock up at one forty, right?
1: Uh huh.
0: So I, so you, you, okay. So you sent it out for 155 and got a full price offer.
1: Yep. I sent it out. That was my, actually was my, uh, what I sent it out for it was 155. Boom. Um, nice man. So the, so the first buyers, like I said, they didn't even know about the Facebook ad mm. or any, any of my Craigslist posts or anything. They just shot me that offer at 158 and I was like, mm, okay, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, like i said i got to the front and everything switched but that was for for better um but yeah like it was it i, I i'd rather work with like i said i'd rather work with those people than uh work with the other other buyers like yeah. It's more genuine it was it was a smooth transaction it wasn't no no issues no hookups anything like that
0: gotcha man um dude mm, me too bro me too so uh okay man so how to? okay how, how long did it took you to find the buyer
1: Man, I found that buyer, like I said, I posted, I got the keys and put it in the lockbox on on Thursday. Um started posting my Craigslist and Facebook ads on Thursday, had um an appointment with my buyer on Friday at the uh at the um property, and then got under contract that same Friday.
0: Nice, bro. So now as far as that I know that you uh, I know you can uh, you, you send a contract to the buyer to the seller all through docker-sign So let me ask you this man. Um, I Know that the buyer uh, dropped off the deposit met you there Did you go to the the attorney office with the buyer to to drop off the deposit or how does that work?
1: Oh, yeah, so like um, like I said, um, I had I had like some issues over the weekend with the buyer cause she was about to lose her job. It was just a whole lot uh, with her. Sure. So like, um, she called me Monday morning and was like, well, I can meet you at the attorney's office this morning. Um, so we met at the attorney's office, dropped off the assignment and, um, she gave me the um, (coughs) non-refundable.
0: Gotcha. But that none. Okay. So for those of you, uh, (laughs) You got to understand this. So the non-refundable deposit is made out to the attorney office, not to you. Correct. Oh yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So if you, if you guys work for a title, if the title company is doing the work, then you, then they need to make, okay. Next question, bro. Is it a cashier check or is it a personal check?
1: Um, it was a personal check. Mm. From okay. The, from the, uh, buyer.
0: Okay another mistake bro do from now on it cannot be a personal check it cannot be a business check it has to be a cashier check cashier check because now it's like real cash a personal check or a business check takes seven days for it to clear it they can they can drop it off and go home and got cold feet and boom cancel the next day done bro okay yes, it has fine. to be has to be a cashier check do not let okay. They can either drop off a cashier check or they can wire in the funds. Okay. So, what you got? So, 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 for future, Kobe, I don't know if you know this or not, but for the future, make sure it's a cashier check and you don't need to be there. They can go through the attorney. You just call the attorney, give the attorney a heads up, say, Hey, my buyer's gonna come drop off the non the, the deposit, fix this X amount, or if the buyer let's just say don't want to do it or they're out of states whatever the case may be all you need to do is tell the attorney can you send a wire instruction and or email i'm sorry email a wire instruction over to my buyer so my buyer can wire in the deposit that's also another way that you can do it okay okay so you don't need to be there i want to let you guys know like you don't need to be there at all um okay so you got that you got that okay man so Ha, ha. So the closing to end up to be 10 days, right?
1: Yeah, it was 10 days.
0: Awesome, bro. That's it.
1: Now my, now like, it wasn't like, and it's so crazy. Cause like, I, I started, I started doing this for my freedom. I, like I said, I got a two year old little boy. Yeah. Like I, started, I started doing this for my freedom to, uh, to be with him more and be with my girlfriend as well. Like, like that's, that's just what I do. Like I, now I'm chilling in my house. <laughs> um, like i said i'm about to go see a property and like it's just i love this like it's 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 the way i can make my money for myself i can make a living for my family like it's just i'm i'm ready to move forward and uh, make a change in my life and like I, well i'm making a change right now currently in my life so and like i said i appreciate everything that i've learned from you um tony and alex and everybody i've learned from like like though you three guys though I like I watch you 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 three are probably the most like one because Alex like he's my he's my age I'm 24 Alex <laughs> is right around my age um he like my favorite video is watching him buy, buy that Bentley truck
0: and oh. ride
1: off listening to Young Dolph that's my <laughs> favorite video of, on YouTube right now um I mean I'm just proud of you guys man And like, I'm trying to sit right, right with you guys. And that's why I'm putting in this work. Um, cause I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to see some M's not no, just one M trying to see a lot of M's.
0: (laughs) Hey bro, Kobe, I want to say, hey man, thank you. Thank you so much for the kind word. Really appreciate it, dude. Uh, it's an honor that you put me up there, uh, with those two guys. I greatly appreciate it, bro. Greatly appreciate it. Now, Kobe, let's wrap this up, man. So what what are some tips, what are some feedback, advice that you can give to the one that obviously in, were in your shoes trying to get the first deal, bro?
1: Man, uh, some tips I can give you guys is like, don't give up, and it's not it's not gonna happen overnight. Uh, when I first started, I, I was thinking, oh man, I can get a deal quick, this is nothing. Um, just having an athletic mindset and thinking everything can come easy to me, um, that's how I was thinking. Um, but don't give up. Like if you're not if you're not getting success right away, don't give up. Um, this 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 thing takes grind and effort and time. Like you gotta put in the you gotta put in the time to have your freedom, basically. So like you put in this all you put in all this work to have freedom. That's that's basically sacrifice. So you just sacrifice everything you got right now, and then some some success is gonna come out of it. And I had to I had to realize that like. It's nights nice. I cried because I was so broke, like, and just to see like my grind and my effort and how much I work to like push to be better. Um, I just feel so grateful. Um, I'm, I'm blessed. Um, God is doing great for my family right now, um, and He's gonna continue to do great things. Um, and just that's that's another thing I would say, man. If you if you're a Christian, I don't know how many believers it is on here, but um, if you're a believer. Um, it, 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 the the power of prayer is real um if you get on your knees and pray it's real i promise you it's real like your your life will change um another thing um, tithing and like um you you don't just got to tithe in the church um give back to the community um just stop doing everything for you like do it for somebody else um and that's something else i learned um on this journey. Um I'm a mentor. Like I said, I'm a middle school basketball coach and that's all I, I look to do is like push people forward uh, and push young men and young women forward and understand that they uh they can actually be something in life and they don't got you don't just gotta play sports. Um if you don't wanna go to college, you don't gotta go to college. Um you can go get your real estate license. You can go get a trade. Um but yeah I just I just want people to know that um it's 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 the money is out here. If you want to go get it, um, so you just got to put your foot down and go get it,
0: brother. Give me an amen. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Kobe, how do people? Um, how do people uh, uh, reach out or, or or connect with you, bro? Uh,
1: you can follow me on Instagram at Deal Closing Kobe. That's Deal Closing Kobe. C O L B Y. Um, that's where I do. Uh, I'll probably start going live a lot more often because, like, my passion, like I said, is people. Um, if if I can learn, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So I look forward to going live a lot. Um, and just, um, it's just showing my journey, um, teaching people how, what I've learned, um, and just, um, just just showing people the way and, um, being, being, being a leader. That's, that's what, that's, that's what I strive to be. Um, and that's what I'll be able to show, show to you guys.
0: Awesome. Kobe, I want to say thank you so, so much, brother. I really, really appreciate it. You guys, we're going to wrap this up. Thank you to every single one of you guys that are watching, listening, please. If you haven't subscribed to the family, then boom, smash the subscribe button. I'll upload more of these kind of video comment below. Let me know what is the one takeaway you got from this video and be sure to turn on the bell notification. If, um, you know, that way when I upload a new video or when I go live, Um, you get notified, right? I go live every single Friday, 9 a.m. Pacific standards to do a live cold call role play where I get on the phone with one of you and I'll help you guys improve your phone call skill. your negotiating skills. Now, if you having trouble talking to seller, negotiating with the seller, right? Control on the phone, right? Dominating the call, getting the seller to drop the price like it's hot outside like in Arizona, then boom, check out my King Kong seller script package. I'll share with you exactly how I talk, how I dominate and how I lock these property up in a contract all over the phone. 100%. I'll show you exactly how to do it. All right. It is a 495, right? 495 bucks investment. But I promise you it is the best investment that you ever make for yourself and for your business. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Kobe. until next time, everyone take care. And ciao, bro.
1: Hey, appreciate it, man.
0: Yep.